Welcome to Series 2, Episode 6 of Taking Care of Business. We're here with Emery R, Head of Commercial. Hello. And Paul Kelly, Chief Operations Officer. That's not right, is it? No, that's Carl. That's Carl. Yeah. You got a new, new role. <laughs> What's your role again? Operations Director. This happens every time we yeah, do it, does. isn't it? You're very important, though. No, yeah, no, I feel it. <laughs> uh, today, we're here to talk about uh, Q1 2021 versus Q1 2020. We are up 142% on transactions for the year. So we're going to talk to Emra about the commercial market, which is sales transactions. Sales transactions, lettings anymore? Lettings were about 86% up. Serious Um, numbers, yeah. yeah, But the biggest like standout is is the sales transactions. See, for me, when when we've done property and we've been involved in commercial before, you were also and also really we're talking about four or five years ago. Commercial was not really something we were involved in. And then when we got involved in it, what was unheard of is a sale for a commercial unit. Yeah. It wasn't really a thing. Is that something that's normal in commercial one, before? 100%. I mean, I've been doing this job for a few years now and it's always been predominantly leasing. The majority of the companies we've got in the country are all from overseas. Yeah. Obviously, it's, it's quite an international hub in Dubai. Um, so every, when people come over, three to five year plan is let's lease a space, whether it's an office space or a retail or, or uh, an industrial warehouse. Give me one more. What else could it be? Yeah, yeah. Give us one of them. Go on. Can, can you name one more? Couldn't or think not? of any more. Fridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we I would have made it 85 percent yeah. leasing and ten to fifty. Well, ten, fifteen, twenty percent sales. Why do you put that? I mean, I, I know that because first time I think one of the things that I look at as a business owner, I don't own commercial assets myself. I own lots of residential, but for commercial, for all sop and all sop, the reason we've never invested is that our business grows at such an exponential rate that we see ourselves in a one, two, three year period. In that point, you have to pivot quite quickly into something else. Why is it business and now investing into commercial? Well, how long, how, long, how long have we had our full floor in Vision Tower? Seven, eight years now. Seven, eight years. Yeah. We're paying... Big money. Yeah. Seven digits. Yeah. You could, have, uh, you could have paid for 80% of the office by now. Don't. We said that for. <laughs> oh, come on in here. <laughs> you coming here to be all hostile and everything like that. Oh my God. Yeah, no, you are right. You are right, but it's uh, so once companies are established here for a certain amount of time, then it's just like when when you're renting a house. Yeah, when you say to me, "Why pay rent? You can own." It's the same thing for a business. I mean, once you've been in a country ten, fifteen years, twenty years, maybe. So, so the good thing about for me about owning an office, if you owned the office, let's say for instance, our rent is one hundred twenty thousand dirhams a month, hypothetically. You could use if once you've cleared that off, five hundred twenty thousand becomes marketing capital or manpower capital to be able to do something else. So there is a, obviously a massive play, and obviously commercial price have seen a dramatic increase in price. Haven't they? To be honest, pe- people were, we're on the front line. Yeah. So you're like a hero. Like a, <laughs> a, you sound like a soldier. We're saying, look, saved many lives in real estate. Up for commercial. <laughs> so some some of the transactions we see, I mean, when we're I can just change it up a bit. We talk about flipping properties yeah. as well, where it used to be quite a thing in Dubai and not anymore. With commercial, you can actually flip properties. If you own the villa and you're in desperate need of cash, yeah. and you want to, see if, at the moment, if you put that villa at market price or five percent below market, we would probably sell it in a day. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry to interrupt. You've mentioned villa there. What is so sales transactions up one hundred forty two percent? Yeah. What are people buying? Is it villas? Is it offices? Is it retail space? Is it warehouses? It's definitely is it a mix? predominantly offices. I mean, the main increase for that I see for the sales transactions is as over the last few years, obviously the prices were on a decline. 
So we pretty much got to rock bottom. Yeah. Um, when you compare the sales prices to the rental prices, now if we, if a company can regain their rent, ten years rent. So if, if you're if you're a, I'll just give you an example here. If your office here costs you a million dirham a year, yeah. in ten years that's ten million dirham. Yeah. But you can buy the office for ten million dirham. I know. So that, <laughs> you just told me that. You just sent a little knife, knife into the back. So that, that's that's a lot of the way like people are looking at it nowadays. Yeah, it's, it's a catch twenty two though because I, I, I've been on the other end of it, and when you're growing a company like our company's fifteen years old now, when I'm buying, let's say starting the company, when you start talking about buying an office, there is a downside to it. The downside to a business is you're outlaying a heavy amount of capital. So, for instance, the question about I would ask myself as a business. If I bought, let's say, Vision Tower where we are, and let's say realistically they're probably 15 million there on for a floor now. So you need what, how much down payment would you need to buy a floor? To be honest with you, the majority of our transactions are all cash. Okay, but we don't have that cash as well. You're looking about commercial mortgages, maximum 55, 60%. Okay. So maximum. This is my theory with the whole commercial aspect. Unless you're a super high cash rich company, you give me as a business owner, CEO, 7 million in cash. Yeah. I'll turn that seven million into something really special revenue-wise by using that on marketing outlay, on staffing outlay, and trying to weigh up between growing a company and getting more staff and increasing revenue to buying an office. So my my vision is a bit different to someone else's. It, it just doesn't work that way for us. But I know that for a lot of wealthy companies, owning a, a, a commercial is. I think when I agree with you, when you're more of a new business. But how established we are at the moment, yeah. we've been in the market over 10 years, um, then now you might start looking at it a bit differently. But, so I just want to have this little conversation with because it's probably a bit of a debate here. Going back to what I said, if we'd gone back 10 years ago and I bought this floor room now, I wouldn't be, that 7 million to the growth of the business at the time, which is 50% of 7.5 million or 15 million, I don't think I would be able to grow exponentially like we have. So the business exploded over that period. So. There's the entrepreneurial business head and there's the commercial re real estate head. And there's no right or wrong because there's a crazy demand, isn't there? there right is. now, we're so established that I think the next thing we should be doing is buying an office. Exactly. But when I was in that growth stage of going, right, I want to take it from 150 to 300 people, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't think I'd be able to do it like we've done it. But just to instruct you there, a lot of businesses do think that way. Yeah. Established businesses in the UAE are generally buying properties later on down the line. Whether yeah. it's in five years, 10 years, 15 years. 14 years, like 14 a 15 years. But the increase in, in sales transactions, again, is down to returns on investment. Yeah. I mean, at the moment, anything below 8% commercial, people might look at it. Well, this is what, net. Net. This is what I was going to ask. So out of the people that are buying, is it more established businesses looking to buy an office instead of rent, or are we seeing a lot of investors coming into the market? It's, it's, it's quite a mixture of both. I mean, when we were talking at the beginning about it's predominantly leasing and we do 10, 15% in sales, then it would be more investors. Yeah. The reason for the increase is kind of a mix, like end users are buying, investors are buying. It's, it's, it's just, it's been hectic. It's, it's, it's quite an interesting dynamic when you talk about the commercial market. I mean, really, I'm thinking about it's the first time properly spoken in depth a little bit about end users, but it's now a bit like the residential market where someone's been here a while, they want to take yeah. their step yeah, into yeah, the ladder. Yeah. I'm going to buy my first property or my first office. To, it's uh, it's not just cold, okay, I want an office. It's now we've set up, we've established, yeah. like a family really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And like Lena, you just mentioned residential similarities. 
undersupplying. I know there's been a lot of talk about undersupplying in good villa communities. It's the same with office space. Really? If you went onto Property Finder today and you looked for, let's say, a thousand square foot office, you'd have thousands of results that come up. It's a bit like looking for an apartment. Yeah. If you increase that size, and the company's got a bit of a, um, a prestige, I say, so you want to be in a good in a good tower. Yeah. Three to five thousand square foot in a good tower in Business Bay. Run a search on your phone, and you will have options that are actually available. Yeah. Probably five six. Crazy, isn't it? But that's a sweet point for a lot of businesses. Five to three thousand square foot. That is probably what do you reckon? Eighty percent of the businesses. Yeah. Uh, the searching offices for that. It would be. It's absolutely crazy. It's crazy. And I'm talking about leasing and for sales. So if if you've got if you've bought a commercial unit as an investment. Yeah. I mean, those kind of undersupplied units, what we're saying, three to 5,000 square, they do not stay empty. Wow. Especially if you've got something ready, furnished, let's say partitioned in a good building. Like we've just had four offers on a unit um, in one of the towers across the road. Wow. Literally four clients, and it was listed at 200,000 dirham per annum. We rented it for 220,000 per annum. So, right, the next question that a lot of people ask um, is, the juicy stuff. I want to know, give me not your names or buildings, but I want to know someone that's bought something and you flipped them recently. The reason I ask that is commercial is a unique market, in my opinion, where it's very hard to correlate what something's actually worth because there's not enough transactions going on. It's a lot to do with the business needs rather than uh, what the value is. So my question I've got to you is, tell me a story of someone you've made money in the last six months. All right. First, I'll tell you a reason why we can do things like that, okay. and then I'll tell you a story about it. If obviously you're running a business, sometimes it's on the up, sometimes it's on the down. Yes. People take gambles, um, and obviously you get companies that get strapped for cash. Yeah. If you've got a commercial asset, as much as we are doing sales transactions, if you've got a commercial asset, it's not as easy to sell as a yeah. residential unit. If you own this floor and you wanted to sell it, and you needed to make a payment next week or next month. It's not, and you put it at market price, it, it doesn't work like that, like, as it would with, with uh, residential homes. So you're gonna have to kind of slash the price here. What, a lot? By a lot. Now, if, if the time frame is weeks. Now, people are gonna ask questions, by the way, because we've just been told that there's multiple people looking to view and there's not enough listings. And on the other hand, we're having to slash the price. So work us through that. What do you mean? So you said a minute ago that yeah. there's loads of buyers yeah. and there's not enough properties, but then on the other hand, we're now saying uh, that if a property comes on, you need to slash the price. So now we're talking about bigger units. Is that what it is, yeah, the bigger so unit? Okay, bigger fine. Units, like, it's not as easy to buy it, find a buyer for a full floor, let's say, Correct. where the money is, yeah. obviously, when you're trying to flip properties, as it is for three to 5,000 or okay. like slightly smaller units. So we've recently done a transaction think it was maybe a little bit over six months ago in DIFC okay um, where the market value for the floor I would have probably valued at about 16 maybe 17 million at the time okay what was the size 10,000 square foot I don't want to name the building yeah no don't name the building and the person (laughs) is this person okay yeah Um, so we listed the property at 15 million okay so very good price and a very very nicely fitted out luxury furnished office okay in a prestigious building the <laughs> uh, we completed the transaction at 10 million my life okay three months later the property was resold at 16. so it's made 1.2 million pounds in yeah. three months six million during take out all the fees let's say five million <laughs> made two million after our fees <laughs> <laughs> one million <laughs> so, so that's yeah, that's wow. just one example so how do people get hold of these opportunities 
come and give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> um, we done another example in downtown. This was literally either last month or the month before. Yeah. Um, we actually purchased the unit five months ago, but we purchased the unit at 7.1 million. We completed that transfer. Okay. Um, and then we sold it for 11.5 million. So you're making people a lot of money in the commercial am, market yeah. and you need to be buying yourself then. Yeah. yeah. Sitting, you must be sitting <laughs> on all the, all the commercial buildings. Okay. No, there, so, is a, there, there is a lot of stories like this, like the, from transactions we've done over the last year, year and a half. But generally what I've learned in the property market they never hit the internet. They literally, they will call you and just say, I want to sell this kind of list of buyers. No one's ever going to say, I own a 16 million Durham floor, Can you sell come and 10? buy it for 10. Yeah. No one's ever going to say Put that. it all over the internet and let yeah, us know. Exactly. Just put it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so final question I've got for you. If someone is looking to uh, purchase a commercial asset, is there anything they should be looking out for? Is there anything hidden? Uh, that they don't know about the, the residential market, such as chiller fees, fees, hidden fees, or I'd anything. mainly talk about VAT. Okay. Um, VAT is applicable if the seller is TRN registered, what we call, okay. so if the seller's VAT registered, let's say, let's keep it simple, yeah. um, and you're selling it, there will be VAT applicable. If you buy a rented property, no matter who is TRN registered, yeah. there's no VAT. Okay. Um, and there's that VAT on top on the, of the purchase price as well? On top of the well. purchase price, yeah. Wow, so that's not just rentals? No, it's not just rentals. And even on rentals, I mean, you would have to be TRN, you would have to have a TRN certificate yeah. or a VAT certificate, if you like, to be able to... I mean, if you're a tenant, it. what you try and do is negotiate a VAT into the price. Right. That's what we try and do with our landlords, but yeah. effectively landlords taking a 5% reduction to cover the VAT. So not, not a lot of people are going yeah. to do it, but it's what you try as But a when it's companies, I mean, you know, it's not like a residential unit. So when it's a company, a lot of people do have ways to claim their tax back, so literally whatever comes in goes out so as long as you can you can do it that way okay it's so a vat uh parking parking is definitely an issue Massive especially yeah. for a, most most issue. most of these units you, you get like one per thousand square foot so on a ten thousand this is a majority of the buildings yeah so certain developers give one per 500 but as an example in this building let's say our office our there's office. 180 people yeah. and what 20 so, spaces so if, we, if we're just talking about this floor yeah it's a ten thousand square foot floor We've got 22 parking available only for this floor, yeah. 23. Yeah. And we could probably fit 80, 90 people on, working on this floor. Yeah. On this floor alone? Yeah. There's 176 people on this floor. Only on this floor? On this floor. And then downstairs, there is home downstairs. Is that legal? You are? Is that legal? You tell me. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> throwing this around everywhere. The square footage says it is. I've had the DED in here for the approvals. Um, so there's a lot to look out for parking, VAT. Uh, fees and then obviously if you are looking to buy how do we contact you what's your mobile number um, you can contact me on 050-761-6964 um, or you can jump on our website we've got loads of uh, what's the website allsopnolsop.com <laughs> the reason yeah. I was tricking that I was going to see if you said the www because people don't say that anymore do they worldwideweb.com no. I get that. Carl says, looks at me and goes, what are you doing? Someone says, website. Got yeah. You know you're old when you're doing that. <laughs> okay, so that's an update on the commercial property market. Uh, if you want to reach out to Emra, feel free to slide into his DMs or our DMs. Uh, you can WhatsApp him directly, call him or visit our website and we're happy to give you any commercial assistance and advice. That's enough from us. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.